Blog Talk Radio.
Pray. 
All right, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host tonight. If you need to call in, the call in number is 619-638-8458. You can also check out our website at www.prayerinternational.org. We just wanted to open up in a word of prayer. I just want to thank those of you that are in the chat room tonight or possibly listening by archive. Our live callers, whoever's in there listening, just want to thank you for your participation and your support. And as always, just remember to keep us lifted up in prayer. We firmly believe that the only reason this ministry is going forward and bearing any fruit is because of the prayers of the people of God. And, you know, if you're in ministry yourself, I know there's a lot of ministers that listen to the show. You know, find yourself a support group. Find yourself an intercessory prayer group, people that will lift up your name, lift up your family, lift up your ministry, because, you know, there's not a whole lot that goes on in the earth without prayer, and so we just want to encourage everybody to be prayerful. Well, with that in mind, let's go before the Lord. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness tonight. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you the glory. Father, we pray, Lord, your will be done and your kingdom come tonight, Father, as, Lord, you speak to our hearts. Lord, open up our ears tonight that we would hear your voice. Father, open up our eyes tonight that we would see from your perspective. So, Father, we pray, Lord, fill us with hearts of compassion. And, Lord, just give us the tenacity, Lord, to obey what we hear. And, Father, Lord, we just pray that you'd anoint your word tonight, Lord. We know that you exalt your word above your own name because you said so, Lord. Father, we just pray, Lord God, for the needs, Lord, that come across tonight, Lord. We just pray that you would meet every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, you said you would supply. Lord, you would be the supplier. You would be the rewarder. You would be the provider. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we we do not count on our own riches and glory, but, Lord, we can trust in your riches in your glory by Christ Jesus, Lord. So, Father, we just ask. Lord, that you would just touch every person, Lord, in their minds, touch every person in their bodies. Father, touch every person in their spirits tonight. Father, we pray for a total Holy Ghost alignment, a shifting to take place in their life that would bring them in line with your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, tonight I just want to share a scripture with you. I was looking at Isaiah 1 for a little bit. Just want to talk a little bit about it. You know, one thing I've learned about walking with the Lord, and there's people that will probably disagree with this statement, but you know, God hates religion, and He's not religious at all. In fact, He's about relationship, He's about intimacy, He's about being real. And you know, a lot of times we think God is up there in the clouds somewhere, but let me say this. Jesus is down to earth. You know, the reason God sent his son into the earth was to let us know that he could feel and touch and experience on the same level that we do. And so, you know, we don't have to act a certain way or be religious or go through these motions and these legalisms in order to get God to show us favor. But what we need to do is just come to God as we are. Just come before him and trust him and take him at his word. 
And so with that in mind, I just want to share a little bit from Isaiah 1. Verse 9 says, Except the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like under Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. So what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me? I am full of burnt offerings, of rams, and the fat of fed beasts. I delight not in the blood of bullocks, nor the lambs, or the goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this at your hands? To trample my courts. Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. New moon, Sabbath, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with it. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moon and your appointed feast, my soul hateth. And they are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. So what's God saying there? Here's here's a group of people that for a long time came before God through certain traditions, and it's not that traditions are bad, but they came to God with their traditions, but their hearts have become so far away from God that at this point in time they were just going through the motions of religion. They were just going through the motions, but yet their hearts were not right. And God had to stop them right where they were at through the mouth of Isaiah to tell them, look, you can have these feasts, you can have these celebrations, you can do all these things. And these things were commanded by the Lord at one point. But when they lost the spirit of it, when they lost their heart towards God, when when they acted out religiously yet in secret or, or on their own time they were doing these things that were not pleasing to God, God at some point just said, you know, I'm sick of it. No more religion. No more religion. No more hypocrisy. But this is what he says. In verse 15, he says, When you spread forth your hands, I hide my eyes from you. When you make prayers, I will not hear, because your hands are full of blood. But he says this. This is the key right here. Wash and make you clean. Put away evil from your doings. Put away evil from before my eyes. Learn to do well. Learn to seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. And this is it. This is where we see a picture of Jesus, a picture of the sacrifice, a picture of the atonement, a picture of our restoration, reconciliation with God. He says, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord is spoken. So what's God saying? He's looking for people that will take him at his word. He says, hear the word of the Lord. If you be willing and obedient, then you'll eat the good of the land. We don't realize how much obedience weighs into our relationship, how much obedience weighs into the kingdom. And it's more than just going to church on Sundays or Saturdays or Fridays or whenever you go. But it's about having a heart-to-heart connection, a spirit-to-spirit relationship with God that, that borders obedience. 
God puts parameters, then they're called obedience. So does that mean we're going to never mess up or make mistakes? Of course we will. That's why Jesus shed his blood to make a, a, a sacrifice and an atonement so that when we did miss it, we could confess our sins. He'd be faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, just like the Word says. He says, though your sins be as scarlet, they should be white as snow. So there are room in the kingdom to, to miss it, make mistakes. But listen, obedience and disobedience really play a huge part in how the outcome of this thing works out. You know, he says that God is not mocked what a man reaps, what a man sows, I'm sorry, that's what he reaps. And we got to realize if we sow to the Spirit, we reap eternal life. But if we sow to the flesh, we're going to reap corruption on some kind of level. And so God's asking for obedience. And it requires, the first thing is that you listen and hear the word of the Lord. How, will, how else will you know what to obey if you're not listening to his word? If you're not reading the word of God, reading the Bible? If you're not pulling aside time every day to listen to the voice of the Spirit lead you in the way that you should go, how would you know which way to go? And see, the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is death. But the Lord, those that are blessed of the Lord, their steps are ordered. The steps of a righteous man, a righteous woman, that means you're in right standing. It doesn't mean you're perfect. But it means you're in right standing with God. So how do we get there? Well, God lays it out for us really. He says, come, let us reason together. Let's talk about it. Come talk to me about what's going on. That's relationship. It goes beyond a church service. It goes beyond a praise and worship set. And as much as we love to take a third or half of our show worship the Lord and, and play music it's not about entertainment it's about being enlightened and being empowered by the Spirit of God you know we've traded empowerment for entertainment in our churches today it's about performance and does the music sound good and is everything on key and on point when God's just looking for hearts that are fully his he doesn't care if you can carry a tune in a bucket as long as your heart is praising him. And so he says, come, let's reason together. Let's talk about it. See, God constantly is reaching out. The Bible says no man can come to God unless the Spirit draw him. And that the Spirit of God is running to and fro throughout the earth, looking for hearts that are fully his. And so God is always looking for those hearts, that man or that woman that's standing in the gap, that man or that woman that's in the secret place of the Most High, that man or that woman that's taking time to abide in the shelter, to abide in the Lord, in the secret place. And something happens when you commit yourself to that. It says right here, if you be willing... Isaiah one nineteen, if you be willing and obedient, it's not enough just to want to. 
The only way God knows that we've heard him is when we do what he says. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And it's not that that's a legalism or a law. But he's looking for hearts. He's looking for obedience. Praise God. So you know, some of the most repeated words of Jesus you can find in Revelation talking about hearing his voice. Let me just read a little bit from Revelation. We'll go to Revelation chapter 3 for a minute. Three times the Lord repeats himself, actually four. And if you back up, even into chapter two, you'll see it two more times again. So about five or six times, this same statement is repeated over and over by our Lord. He says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Verse 11, chapter 2, verse 29, chapter 2, verse 17 of chapter 2. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Chapter 3 says, in verse 6, in verse 13, verse 22, he that has an ear. This is the most repeated phrase from our Lord in the Bible. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Well, if you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, you're the church. And that means God's wanting to speak to you. God's wanting to talk to you personally. The proverb says that the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. And that means as a new creature in Christ, he's given you spiritual ears and the ability to hear his voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So the question is, number one, are you listening? Are you listening for his voice? Are you keeping yourself in tune and in step and in the position to receive the word of the Lord? And number two, are you doing what you hear? James says it's not enough to be a hearer only, but be a doer of the word. Jesus likened two men. He said, this was the deal, and I'll paraphrase. There's two men. They both heard the word of the Lord. One man listened, and he didn't do anything with it. And the other man listened, and he obeyed. And he described them like this. He said, there was a man that built a house. And the first man built his house on sand. And when the winds and the waves and the circumstances of life came and blew and beat against that house, the Bible says great was the fall of it. When the storm came, it washed the house right away. 
And there's another man that built his house upon a rock, upon a solid foundation. And when the winds and the waves and the storms came and beat upon the house, it stood firm. It was stable. It endured the storm. Same two men heard the same word. Only one of them responded and obeyed. Jesus said, this is like the man that hears the word of God and does nothing with it. Great was the fall. You see, it's not enough to be in the middle of the storm and quote every scripture you know. That's not going to bring your salvation or your deliverance. But God's looking for obedience. When we obey, what we do, when we respond, what is calling us to He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. You know, this is the Christianity that God's calling us to. Not that we would be so full of the Bible like the Pharisees in those days that they wore the scriptures walked around with their what they called phylacteries and they would try to show how much they had memorized and how much they had learned. And we do it today in our churches too. But I think God's looking for the one that will obey what they know. I know he's calling me to that. And I know many times I've missed it. I've blown it. I've missed the mark. I've, I've failed the test. And I can tell you, just like the scripture says, great was the fall of it. There's times in my life when I was disobedient, stiff-necked, hard-hearted, rebellious, wanted to do things Chris's way. But the times in my life when my pride brought me low and brought a humility and brought a, a fall in my life, brought tragedy and circumstances, things that I'm still dealing with today because of disobedience from even years ago. And it all results, it all boils down to, did you obey the voice of the Lord? And so I believe God is wanting to speak to his people tonight and call them to attention. And it's just a four-letter word, obey. Obey. And we look over it through the word of God constantly. Sometimes it can go in one ear and out the other, and we don't think a whole lot about it. You know, just like in Isaiah, just like in Revelation, all throughout the New and Old Testament, God's saying, look, are you willing and obedient? Today, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. And if you hear my voice, Take heed to the word of the Lord. And so I believe that that's what God's speaking tonight. I believe that's where he's calling us, to be people of obedience. People that will take time to listen to the voice of our Father and respond to it. You know, there's a joy in knowing you're pleasing to the Father. You know, David said, hey, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord. The 
ultimately what gets in your mind is going to get in your heart. What gets in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Whatever comes out of your mouth is going to come into your life. It, it works like this. The Bible says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus says, it's not what goes into a man that makes him unclean, but it's what proceeds out of his heart. He also said, you'll have whatever you say. So as we speak things, as we declare things, as we speak and declare things, they're going to come into our lives. You know, Proverbs says that we eat good by the fruit of our lips. That whatever we speak, therefore we can have. Jesus said, say unto this mountain, and if you don't doubt in your heart, whatever you speak, you'll have. He didn't say whatever spiritual things you speak, you'll have. He said whatever you speak. Well, we have to be real careful with our words. Real careful with our confession. I'm not talking about a name it, claim it. Christianity, I think some of that's been over-exaggerated and abused. But the biblical principles are guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of life. Set a guard upon your mouth. Because it will bring certain things into your life. And so we need to learn to hide God's word in our heart. That way it will come out of our mouth. And that way we'll have kingdom reality. We'll have kingdom experience. We'll have kingdom provision and, and see the, the things that God desires us to have an experience. You know, any good father wants give, to give good gifts to his children. And God's that way. He desires nothing but to bless. And some people's idea of bless is this tangible materialism. We're not talking about that. We're talking about being endued with power, being endued and having enough to do what God has called you to do. That's blessed. Having enough to do what God's called you to do. You know, I just wanted to put some food for thought out there tonight. Just let people know that, you know, God's, I believe, calling us to a higher place. He said in the last days, you know, the hearts of many would wax cold. But if we stay on point with the Word, we allow the, the fire of the Holy Spirit to continually put that passion and that love and that desire in our hearts for our Lord, then our hearts won't wax cold. A lot of times it, it's a choice. You know, even God himself said, choose you this day whom you will serve. Every day we get up, we have a choice to bless him, to obey him, praise him, or to curse him and go and do our own thing. Let me pray. 
I'm going to kick the music back in for a little bit. And then we're going to wrap up the show. Father, tonight we just give you praise and we thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, we just declare you're a good God tonight, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that just as you said you're wearied with the feasts and the celebrations and the, the things that lack heart, that lack spirit, Father, we pray that we would not find ourselves caught up in traditions and in religion, legalism, but, Father, we would be caught up with your spirit, caught up with your heart, caught up on fire and in love with you. Lord, just as you said, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. We pray, Lord, that you would just put a spirit of obedience in our hearts. Call us to a higher standard, Lord. Call us to yourselves, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that we would not be hearers of the word only. But, Father, we would be doers. Lord, help us to be willing and obedient and be able to eat the good of the land. Father, we just pray that you would shed your love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Father, you would touch every man, every woman, every child, every teenager that's listening tonight. And that, Father, you would bring them into a transformation. Father, shake everything that can be shaken. So only that which is of you would remain, Father. Test and purify and try our hearts, Lord, that we would be found faithful. And, Lord, and when we miss it, when we mess it up, when we blow it, Father, we cry out for grace and your mercy that it would cover a multitude of sins and that it would bring restoration. Father, for those that have fallen, those that have wandered, Father, we pray that you would restore them back to your love, back to your heart, back to your peace, back to your joy. And, Lord, lead us by your Spirit. We just ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
right, welcome back to Prayer International. Just want to spend a little time worshiping. You know that song, Be Still. The Bible says, Be Still and Know That I Am God. And it's about getting to a place, to a quiet place where we can experience and encounter the love of God, experience and encounter who He is. I just want to pray. I see we have some prayer requests. Uh, Wendy wrote in. Needs prayer, looking for work. Uh, major transition. Uh, we also have a guest in there. Uh, I want to pray for Wendy. I also want to thank you for praying for Tracy and I. Thank you for all your prayers and, and just your blessing. You know, we really appreciate that. So, well, Father, right now, Lord, we just pray for Wendy. Lord, we pray, Lord God, we declare you give us the power to make wealth. Lord, you provide. And Father, right now, we just declare, Lord, that you're going to provide and open up opportunities for income and finances to come in. Lord, we pray for the right open door to open up. Father, the right career, the right job, the right leading, whatever needs to take place. Father, you would just bless her, Father. Lord, we pray for a confidence. We pray for favor. We pray, Lord, to be, that she'd be encouraged. As she goes to these interviews and, and knocks on these doors, Father, we know that you're going to open the door. Father, your word says even if you have to put one down to raise up another, the Lord, create opportunity. Create opportunity. And Lord, we thank you, Father, that you are a miracle-working God. Father, right now we just ask, Lord God, that you would just bless every relationship tonight, Lord God, those that are struggling in their marriage, those that are struggling in their parent-child relationships. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would be the restorer, the reconciler. Father, we speak peace over every household. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you have a way to flip the script, to turn things around. Lord, you can Lord, just like you said, you you turn the, the judge's heart because it's in your hands. Lord, you can turn anyone's heart because they're in your hands. And so, Father, tonight, we pray, turn every heart towards you, towards your will, towards your favor. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing tonight. Lord, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we pray for those tonight, Lord, that are sick in their body. Father, we just declare tonight, Lord, that by the stripes of Jesus, they are healed. Father, we declare tonight, Lord, that there's nothing impossible for you. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you took our pain, you bore our sorrow, our sickness on the cross. And Father, we just give you praise, Lord, that, Father, it's your word that goes forth and heals. So we speak right now, Lord God, that good report, a good report, a God report over every man, every woman, Every child tonight, Lord, that your report would stand and proceed. Every report of man, every doctor's report. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for healing in the name of Jesus. Father, tonight we just also ask, Lord, that you'd bless those guests, Lord, that are listening tonight, maybe for the first time. Lord, we just pray, Lord God, that you would just reveal yourself to them. Soften their hearts. Open their hearts that they'd receive Jesus as their living Savior. Father, we pray that you'd reveal yourself to them in a real and genuine way. Father, remove 
those that have been rejected by other believers, those that have been rejected or, or hurt in church, those that have tasted the just the, the ugliness of religion, Lord. Let's turn them away, Father. We pray for the reality of Christ, the reality of your spirit. Lord, reach through all that garbage and touch them in their hearts. Let them know you love them. Let them know you care. Father, we thank you, Lord, that there's no sin too great for your blood to cover. And that, Father, you are reaching out with arms wide open. And come, you who are heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. Father, we pray for rest and peace to every mind, to every soul, to every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you're just tuning in with us or if you've been with us for a little bit tonight, I just want to encourage you, you can always go to our website, www.prayerinternational.org. If you need to email us, if you have prayer requests, send them in, or we have a prayer request page on our website. You can email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org, P-R-A-Y-E-R, at prayerinternational.org. And as always, you can put your request in the chat room or you can call us at 619-638-8458. And again, just be open, be yielded. Open your spirit up, open your heart up to listen to the voice of God. He's speaking. He is speaking in the earth today. And religion, philosophies may tell you that God's not alive. They may tell you that that's just a bunch of hocus-pocus. God doesn't speak to people. Listen, God is speaking to people. He's never stopped. He's been speaking to people for thousands of years. He's never stopped. And if you'll open up your heart, he'll speak to you. And he'll lead you in a way. He'll show you great and mighty things. You know, he says, call unto me, and I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. The key is start calling. Start calling start reaching. Reach out to God. Call out to God. And he will reveal himself to you. This is Prayer International Radio. You have a blessed night. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Yeah.